0: It's the Bottom Line. On News Radio 610, KONA, from the Tri-Cities to Olivia to D.C., we break down down. the stories of the day and the people making the news. And that's the Bottom Line. Time to get the Bottom Line, presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser, with your hosts, Rob Francis and Ed Dawson.
1: Welcome into the Bottom Line, News Radio 610, KONA. 547-1610 Five four seven one six ten is the number. If you'd like to get involved, you can also catch us via email at six ten k a dot com. The bottom line page: your name, where you're listening, what you'd like to say. We're on Twitter at bottom line six ten parlor at the bottom line six ten. The same thing for our Facebook page at bottom line six ten. You can message us through there as well, and the free mobile app at Google Play and the Apple Stores. Rob Francis, Ed Dawson, with you, and Ed. Uh, uh, interesting, interesting program yesterday. We we got a bit of response actually after we went off the air. <laughs> and, we did. Um because we do we do like to make sure that we share um the messages from listeners. We don't forget about them because they do take the time to reach out to us and let us know their thoughts. We have a couple from yesterday that we want to share with you. Uh the first one came from our mobile app. It said, I like your guys' show, but you're tone deaf on this reopened Tri-Cities issue. Small businesses are being crushed and you're not hearing it. You're worried about the alcohol board guys losing their source of income, not the small business owner. Um, I don't think that is accurate at all, um, because if you've listened to the program, going back to the beginning of covid Um, we have both advocated for our businesses to be able to stay open. We have advocated for our businesses to stay open as much as they can stay open and as safely as they can stay open. In fact, Ed, Ed, how many press conferences did you submit the same question? If wearing masks and social distancing is supposed to take care of the spread of COVID, why can't everything be open and we wear masks and social distance. Why do businesses have to be closed? Why do businesses have to be limited? If this is the cure, why can't we impl- you know, use this as a solution? We absolutely 100% care about our small businesses in this community. I think where there may have been some confusion regarding the situation with the gentleman that works for the LCB is... people are telling him not to do his job and he is a person like everyone else he is someone who who has a family that support like everyone else and to one of the things that we also talk about on this program is that and we stress this time after time is that one person's rights don't end because someone else's thinks theirs are more important it it doesn't work that way you 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 can't try to take someone else's livelihood away or infringe upon that person's security and safety in their home because you don't agree with the job that they do that that's not that that's 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 it's not It's not American. That's not their call to make. And it's not their call to make. Exactly. You know, our small businesses, yes, they are suffering and they are struggling. There's no ifs, ands, and buts about that. There's no question about that. And if there are ways for our small businesses to be able to stay open, everybody is open to finding a way to do that. But it's it's not about prioritizing one thing over another. It's about trying to make this thing work the best way that we all can make it work. And targeting people because of something that they do, it, it doesn't help. The, it doesn't make the situation better. It doesn't help the situation in any way, shape, or form. To advocate that one person lose their livelihood because they have a job that people don't like does not, It's not a solution. It's not that we're tone deaf to anything. But we're trying to look at this situation as grounded as we possibly can, as rationally as we possibly can. And I I get that there are people out there that are very angry and that are very animated and very passionate about what is happening in our community. Because, look, we just had the ability, what, six weeks, two months ago? Right before the election when Jay Inslee moved everybody into phase two. So literally, it was only a couple weeks ago. It was like a week before the election. Everybody's in phase two. Businesses couldn't wait to, to get 50% in. And then a couple weeks later, oh, we can't do that anymore. No more indoor dining. Yes, absolutely. Particularly in this area, people are just like, you're killing us, man. You're absolutely killing us but that anger has got to be directed at the right people. And and that's the governor and honestly, you know, you need to talk to your state legislators. They're the ones that that I know it doesn't seem like it, but but they are the only ones that have the ability to try and do something to change this. Look, I every look, there is a lot of people,
2: maybe even everyone who is um ticked off at what's transpired uh, much of this year and their, you know emotions are boiling over i mean it whether it's the the businesses or the issues surrounding in person learning at schools there's passionate people on on all sides of the equation and leads me to one of our other emails uh this uh this came from uh Cody Cody writes Very disappointed with Rob's response to the last caller. Now, parenthetically, the last caller yesterday, if you missed it, was the gentleman from uh, Patriot Prayer. Okay. Back to the email. Took Rob about six minutes before he was calm enough to let the caller talk. You guys provide a platform for the average Joe to call in and have actual discussions about real-life issues, and all Rob could do was attack the caller. I truly like listening to you guys and do religiously, uh, but I was very surprised by the last call. Not sure I agree with the caller, but he brought up some good points. Cody, appreciate the email.
1: No, absolutely. And, you know, you're right, Cody. Um, I don't know that I'd call Joey Gibson the average Joe. Um, You know, he's he's the leader of a group. The, of an activist group so he's very very familiar with media um and has been around media a lot but that notwithstanding you're right i was i was very agitated i was very angry about what happened yesterday um and i did let my uh i let, I let my emotion get the best of me and I need to do, I need to be more cognizant of that. Um, I apologize for that. Um, I don't like seeing things in this community like that. I don't, I get very, I get very upset when people are, when things like that happen to people in their homes, um, when things like that happen to people in a, in a, in a, someplace that they believe is supposed to be their sanctuary. I don't think that that is the right place to air your grievances with individuals is at their home. Um, That is something I need to be more cognizant of. Cody, you're absolutely right. Um, And I'm not going to defend it. I'm not going to defend the fact that I was that um, agitated and that I was that aggressive with Mr. Gibson. Um, But, All I will say is that I am 100% genuine behind this microphone. There is not a show that is put on. There is not a facade that is put on. I am who I am, and uh, I do understand I need to be more cognitive of that approach. But I, um, when when the first thing that was said was I was there, yeah, I, it set me off a little bit because I I I just. I don't like people that, that, that attack people at their homes. Well, I will say
2: this, and the thing that got me agitated was uh, if Mr. Gibson, who called in our program, by the way, we did not reach out to him, but we afforded him the platform. When he was presented by questions by you, Rob, and he employs an old frankly political debate tactic where instead of answering the question that is asked asks his own question and we end up talking in circles that uh, that kind of ticked me off too um let's go to the phones before we take a break you're up on the bottom line who's this where are you calling from
3: hey this is howard in richland hi howard hey i'm calling the number one saying thankful on thanksgiving for the bottom line you guys help us uh support and defend our First Amendment right to speech, and I'm calling to support taxpayer justice. I listened to the Richland School District board meeting on Zoom last night, kind of by accident. Um, They spent three hours uh, patting each other on the back, telling each other how great their presentations were, and then voted to pull the uh, fourth and fifth graders out of school after Thanksgiving. Um, Following that, there was time for public comment, and there were very good comments by parents, teachers, students, none of them were crackpots, they all had very good points to make and and data to back it up, and the most disturbing one was a parent who had a report card in hand where only two of maybe six subjects had been graded. Bottom line is, these kids are not getting their full education under whatever message they're lo- using right now. The CDC says it's okay. In fact, it's safe for these kids to be in school. Uh, the taxpayers have paid a lot of money for all these new buildings. I think it's time to get these kids back in school and back on the learning track. The board itself needs to aggressively challenge the administration and stand up for the uh, people the board works for which number one is the students and number two the parents that voted them in Um, if the constraints in place don't allow school to go forward normally this year i really really think they're going to have to consider having this group of students all repeat their current grade i know that's really radical but literally these students and parents are admitting that they are not getting their full education. And, uh, again, I salute you guys and also anyone who's uh, serving in the military on this Thanksgiving for protecting us. Thank you, guys.
2: Thank you. Appreciate the call. I Absolutely. Guess it's probably early, too early in the show uh, to talk about what we're thankful for. but I, I I'm going to just throw this out there as, as one of my things. I'm incredibly thankful not only for the opportunity to do this show, and yes, even with you, Rob, <laughs> but even more so uh, everyone listening and taking part in, and uh, telling us they enjoy uh, this show. That's what I'm thankful for. 547-1610, 509-547-1610. Back with more after this. Can't
0: get in by phone? Give us your bottom line through email. Send your thoughts from the bottom lines page at 610KONA.com. Back to the bottom line with Rob and Ed. Presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser on News Radio 610-KONA.
1: Welcome back to the bottom line. News Radio 610 KONA. 5471610 if you'd like to get involved. CBD American Shaman across from the Great Elevator, Clearwater in Kennewick. Well, it's Black Friday all the way through the end of the month of November. All you need to do is stop by, take advantage of 30% off everything in the store. All of their 100% all-natural products, 30% off throughout the store. And on Black Friday and Small Business Saturday, if you stop in, you could also walk away with one 5-milliliter bottle free. Of either their C, one of their CBD water soluble products, CB Night or CBG, CBGO, uh, you could swing by and you can get one of those bottles, 5 milliliter bottle for free on Black Friday, Small Business Saturday at CBD American Shaman across from the grain elevator on Clearwater in Kennewick. But just 100 bottles are going to be available. Here up on the bottom line, News Radio 610K. Wanae, what's your name? Where are you calling from?
4: This is Max calling from Kennewick.
1: It's so on your mind, Max.
4: Just wanted to say a couple things. One, I totally agree. I think it's very bad form to go to anyone's home and harass or vigorously discuss or whatever problems with their job or their station or whatever. Uh, we were unhappy with that going on during trump's past presidency and i just think it's tasteless and not right uh i'm very thankful for america and my relatives and other people who sacrificed for our nation i don't think people appreciate as much as they should and lastly uh one good thing that's coming out of the COVID thing i think is some parents are starting to take more interest in what's going on in their sons or daughters or grandchildren's classroom, which they need to do because there are some nefarious things going on out there in some quarters. And I've heard a lot of parents talk about private school and other things. Uh, and I think that it's everybody should be really uh, tuned in to that segment of what's, what's happening in our country. It's very important.
2: Appreciate the call, as always. Five four seven one six ten is the number. Let's go to this line. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from?
3: This is Mary from Senowitz.
2: Hi, Mary. What's on your mind?
3: I, I want to say that that call, that last call you had yesterday, was a wonderful call. Because if you think about it, you both, at the end, started talking real. And we're discussing it logically, and it shows what happens when two sides come together and actually sit down and talk. So it was just a good example of what we could have. So what I think you guys need to do is start a statewide phone where people can call with these different things, and maybe we can get some stuff settled because our world is crazy.
5: Thanks.
2: Appreciate Thanks, it. Thanks, Mary. I'm how a, about, how uh, about we just extend our show throughout uh, the entire Northwest? I, I'm that not would... sure how much the governor would like that idea. No, I, don't, I, <laughs> I know how much he would like that idea. Let's go to this line. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from?
4: Well, this is Howard calling for Pasco. Hi, Howard. All, all I got to say is I don't know why you give that jerk so much time yesterday. Have a nice day.
2: Appreciate the appreciate the call, and uh, you know it Would jerk answer, Me, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the answer is simple, Howard, and I, I'm glad that he brought this up because this is the foundation of this talk show. That we, ha- how many times have we said we've said it agnosium over the years uh, that this show is a chance for local people. Or regional people, you know, whoever can hear this show, give them the chance to weigh in, chime in on on topics, uh, you know, in the news or or fun things or, you know, any any number of things, whether it be local, state, national, whatever. And it's it's a sounding board for you. We don't agree with every caller that calls in. And that's okay. Right. Do you know why? That's what America is about, well, and they don't agree, and, and all the callers that call in don't agree with us, and that's okay, too. That's fine, so long as you don't attack us, and and, and we, you know, we, we we do our best not to attack others, yeah. You, but, you, you don't. I, 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 I gotta, <laughs> but, but, one of the other things, but, too, the, but, but, again, Howard, that's the point of this show, so that's that we gave him
1: the time, but. Because that's what we do, one of the things that Barry said was she was right about this aspect after the initial uh, after the emotions were removed from the conversation um yeah we 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 were able to uh get to a point where it was more of a discussion than uh, that it was at the beginning, and you know, like I said earlier, I'm not going to lie. Um, it, you know, I I have a real problem when people go to people's homes and attack them. Don't like it at all. Um, it's ca- to me that's the cowardice is going to someone's home and attacking them. Um, but once we once you know we were able to get to a point, then yes. We were able to have a conversation. I'm sure that we both left it agreeing to disagree uh, on most of it. But um, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that you were able to take that out of the conversation, Mary. Um, I still don't, um, still don't like the practice, and don't believe in the practice, and don't think there's a place for it. Um, you know, you don't address grievances in people's houses. You address it in the ways that are laid out for you.
0: Now, back to the bottom line on News Radio 610, K O N A, presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser. It's your voice, your show. Call the legendscasino.com hotline 509 547 1610.
1: Welcome back, Bottom Line News Radio, 610-K1A, a 1610 is our phone number. The email always available as well at, five four, or at uh, excuse me, 610k1a.com. Lots of numbers there. <laughs> bottom Line page, your name where you're listening, what you'd like to say. We're on Twitter at Bottom Line 610. Parlor. The Bottom Line 610. Facebook page is brand new. You can find us there and like it at The Bottom Line 610. And uh, we are on the mobile app, Twitter. Our mobile app at uh, Google Play and Apple Stores. Uh, Robin Ed with you, and um, you know it's it's it's. I can remember growing up, even in even into my twenties, when things would happen in the community. And they were they were things that, you know, obviously got people talking, word spread, newspaper, local radio would talk about it. And if they were things of a political nature. Um, you would get a response from elected officials, Um, whether it was the mayor, whether it was. County leadership, whether it was, you know, if it was a state thing, state leadership. And, and you know, if it's a state thing, you know, usually we'll get some kind of a press release from, from the governor or, you know, somebody associated. Um, but over the last few years, I've noticed that we if something happens of controversy in a community that is, that is political in nature, we don't really hear much from local leaders. Um, you know, COVID we got, you know, everybody let's wear masks and do this. And and we want to get reopened and do so. let's do this. And, And we got back in a pandemic, but situations like yesterday, um, you don't you're not hearing much, um, no,
2: the silence is deafening uh, actually y-
1: y- you're not and and I mean you, for example now um, oh, hold on let me let me let me just stick this in here.
2: yeah, this is not about <clears throat> rob and me thinking that everyone in the community should react to something that happened on our show that has right. that has zero to do with it. no, we were reacting to something that happened in the community that did get. Uh, quite a bit of play, maybe not in all the media streams, but it was out there. And yes, we talked about it on the show. And the fact that there wasn't any response from really anybody uh, from an elected office is what we're talking about. Not because we talked about it. That, no. that has zero
1: to do with it. Well, but, but like, for example, let's 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 take Sunday. Yeah, let's take Sunday. You had a you had a state employee. The situation that happened there nothing from the agency um nothing you know talking about you know that, that 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 this occurred uh that this is not you know this is not the type of um behavior that's going to solve anything um that that showing up on somebody's doorstep and doing this is not the way to solve the problem, particularly because this individual doesn't have the power to to solve the problem. Um, and then yesterday, you you didn't hear anything from the county. Now, obviously, you know, Commissioner Peck's not going to say much because it happened to him. I mean, what's, what's he did what's address it on, on he some some level, it on some level He addressed on our know? program to yeah. to a level, but I mean, as far as you know, anything else. But I mean, it's it it it's the Ninth Legislative District, so we didn't hear anything there. Um, I don't know if we are going to hear anything. Um, I think that my understanding is that that we might hear something from the Pasco City Council. Hmm. Maybe. I don't know. Um, But I will say this. um, We are living in a time... When our political culture has gotten to a point that standing up for the right thing is not necessarily the most politically expedient thing. And that if someone is to stand up against something, now, for example, it's very easy for all of us to condemn some of the things that we saw with BLM protesters in our community Yeah, earlier this year yes it's more difficult for people to come out and condemn what happened yesterday morning because it is a little more politically and ideologically aligned with them and so they don't want to be seen as speaking against their own or putting themselves potentially in a position to where they may be the next to face retribution yep um there's there's a there's a great
2: saying and Commissioner Peck alluded to it a little bit yesterday and I'm going to reiterate it now to some level a true test and I'm paraphrasing a true test of one's leadership is how he or she responds during adverse conditions not during the good times when presented with a with a an adverse situation how do leaders respond and right now all the leaders in this com- in this community both sides of the river city county representatives they're all silent
1: they're all silent you know and, and that to me says a lot one i want to just kind of one of the things um i mean i wouldn't expect necessarily anything to come from benton county because it didn't happen in benton county i don't care
2: I, I don't. I, I don't care. It, no, I know. There's. There's no. For, the, for y- what yeah. There's the, not a boundary. There to is something not. Like this. There is not. There is not a boundary. And it's. I think it's because of what you said. I think it's because these politically these these uh, citizen elected politicians don't want to tick off their base. And and if they say, well, you know what happened yesterday. You know, really wasn't about, you know, what what I believe in. They're not saying anything because they're afraid of saying the wrong thing and not getting reelected. That's my right. opinion. I think that that's the reason for it,
1: and it's cowardice. You're up on the bottom line, News Radio 610 K1A. What's your name? Where you calling from?
5: Hey, guys. How's it going? It's Rock from Pasco. What's up, Rock? Hey, not much. I, I, I don't think you could conflate the two as far as BLM and what happened uh, Saturday or, or Sunday. You know, because they weren't breaking down stuff, they weren't trying to burn stuff down, they weren't, you know, doing anything like that. They showed up somewhere, and, and spoke. You know, there's a difference between speaking and going and breaking the windows on a bank or trying to break into Burlington Coat Factory, which is what happened earlier. As two separate things, you can't, you, you can't, you know, say, oh, it's just like that.
1: Well, I, I think Rock and and. Let me let me try and do a better job of explaining. Um, I guess I'm referring mainly to w- July 4th. I think I think sometimes it's easy to take some actions that people commit and attribute it to a group. I, I, know, I remember what you're talking about with the Burlington Coat Factory. Um, I don't know if that was actually ever was that ever pinned to a group or it was just individuals. Uh, they did it. Maybe they had like empathy, but I don't know that that was something. If if they ever conclusively said that, I was referring more to the to the the back of blue rally in July in July fourth, um, when you had people that wanted to show up and support police, and then you had some BML activists BLM activists showed up, and there was some jawing back and forth, and they tried to prevent them from actually having a uh, a rally, um, and you know things got a little little heated there. But people, it was very, you know, people were very easy to turn around and go, well, they shouldn't have been there. And, and, you know, people, again, nobody's here to sit there and tell you how you should feel. But, or, or you know, people are going to feel how they how they are about it. But it's more about the, it's the intimidation. It's the attempt to intimidate that is, that they both have in common. It's the attempt to intimidate. It's the attempt to gather in a large group with the intent to send a message um, it was more than just speaking rock they you, you don 't show up to a person 's house with thirty people or thirty more than thirty people yell at them through a microphone that if you 're not with us you 're an enemy of the people um, that 's that 's not just speaking that 's more than that that 's that 's intimidating and harassing and that to me doesn 't have a place i don 't care what your ideology is um, but i want to want to mention one thing real quick, and that is that you know yes it happened in pasco and and you know if the pasco city council does something that's great but commissioner peck serves with two other commissioners who have been quiet who have not said a word about what happened who have not come out to defend their fellow commissioner or to disavow what happened at his home um one of them was at the rally in front of the courthouse in front of the courthouse Um, could he have stopped it I don't know I'm not going to make that assessment if he could have stopped it or not but I know that both of them have been quiet neither of them has said a word about what happened I guess all I could say is put myself in that position and if something like that would happen to somebody that I am in public service with, I would have said something. And so I would hope that commissioners Cook and Didier will say something in regards to what happened. And doesn't have to be anything other than it's just my opinion, just my opinion. It doesn't have to be something other than it shouldn't have happened.
2: Going to take a time out, 547-1610, 509-547-1610. You can email us, too, by going to the website, 610kona.com. Go to the bottom line page. Send us your question or your comment. Back with more after this.
0: Up with the bottom line on Twitter at bottomline610. Now back to the show presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser.
1: Back at the bottom line, news radio 610 K KONA. The phone number is 547 1610. If you want to get involved, Perfection Tire they have got four locations here in the Tri Cities. And they've been serving this community for almost 60 years. Generation after generation has relied on Perfection Tire to keep their cars running the way they should be, from tires all the way up to tune-ups. Make sure you check out PerfectionTire.com, where they do a lot more than tires. PerfectionTire.com is the website, and it's in their name, Perfection Tire. 5471610, you're up on the bottom line. What's your name? Where are you calling from?
5: Hi, it's Bernie from Kennewick. What's up, Bernie? Hi. Well, I heard part of this conversation yesterday that led to what you were talking about. And it's interesting how different people, some get irate real easy, and some very few know how to handle a tough situation. Somehow they've learned and they've listened really well and figured it out before anything like that happens. And I don't know how they do it, because I'm right about in the middle of that, between getting irate and not giving a damn about something. (laughs) And I also find that when I was trying to get into college, they were doing everything they could do to keep me out because I'm blind and I wanted to, what I wanted to take goes against the grain. You're going to get hurt, man. We're not going to let you in. Well, guess what? I got my way anyway because I had certain news media and stuff on my side. And I sat there, and I smiled, and I didn't object to anything they said. And the more I smiled, the madder they got. Anyway, that's how I handled it.
1: Thanks for the call, Bernie. You know, we are all human, and uh, that's one of those funny things about humanity. Up on the bottom line, News Radio 610 Kona, your name, where are you calling from? Hi, guys. It's Joe. What's up, Joe?
6: You know, I, I agree with you that there are certain lines you don't cross. Um, and I've always said for a political agenda, you don't, uh, you don't attack innocent people for a political agenda. I mean, this was a problem. This is a problem in all the wars that we seem to be fighting. There's, there's always innocent people become part of it who have nothing to do with it. But then I got to thinking about this. Can we really expect any less from people? And I I say that simply because if you look at our political landscape in the last, what, eight years, how it's devolved into the same exact thing, can we expect regular people out here doing everything else to be any different? The leaders that we elect, the people we put in a position to show us the way and to to guide us through all of this craziness that's, that's going on, they're doing exactly the same thing. We don't, we don't have a, a leadership at any level in our country anymore who's willing to stand up and say, you know, there are certain things you can claim and certain things you can't. There are certain things you can bitch about and certain things you can't. And there are certain people you can point fingers at and certain people you can't because these are, this is the way polite society does it. This is the right way to do it. We don't have that. We don't have a leader anywhere that I know of. That will stand up and say there are certain things you just don't do. These people have nothing to do with it. You can't complain to them, but that's not the way we work anymore. And and I blame it on on our leadership all the way to the top and all the way from the top down. That they're the ones who set the example. And so if you're gonna, I was always told lead by example, and that's exactly what they're doing. You know, they're they're leading people around here doing what they're doing by the example set for them.
1: Thanks for the call, Joe. Always appreciate it. Nothing to add to that
2: <laughs> no covered it nicely five four seven one six ten five oh nine five four seven one six ten you can email us too by going to our website six ten k o n a dot com go to the bottom line page and send us your question or your comment
1: coming up in the next hour we're gonna actually completely and totally switch gears and um you know because this is a time to reflect um the time to Even though, for many people, it might be difficult to determine what they may or may not be thankful for uh, in 2020. As it's just been, what, one gut punch after another. It's like the never-ending game of Rochambeau. Um, (laughs) If anybody knows what Rochambeau is... (laughs)
2: Not quite a gut pun. <laughs> not
1: quite a gut, a little bit lower than gut in the same punch. general vicinity. Rhymes with gut. <laughs> uh, well, Yeah. I guess. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> yes, it's the unending game of Rochambeau that is 2020. But how, how many people
2: are going to, you know, either, you know, on our program or with friends or online or around a Thanksgiving dinner table their their what they are thankful for will be quote at least 2020 is almost over
1: yeah you know it's funny as we get closer to the end i've i've had some conversations with with people and it's been yeah you know we're almost at the end of 2020 holy crap what if one's worse <laughs> I mean, it's, it's it's almost it's almost like it's almost like, geez, don't don't say it's over. Don't there could be a hold my beer moment for twenty twenty one, but we are going to talk about the things, and and we want to hear from you too, yeah, as to the things that you are thankful for, um, because there really are, even, even in the even in the darkest of moments. Um, There are things to be thankful for. There are positives. There are positives um, to pull because if we couldn't and if we did not have them, even the things that we maybe don't recognize as being positives for us in our lives, um, we'd be in a much, much, much darker place, I think. And I think there's a lot of things that we overlook as far as what we're thankful for. And I think if there's one thing this year has done, it's really brought those small things into focus. And there are
2: plenty of wonderful people out there who are trying to do good things, uh, you know, to get that snowball going of good things to counteract all the crap from this year. So, um, Yes. So, kudos to all those people who are are trying to turn the tide, um, even in the current state of things. Hour number two on the wave. The bottom line news radio six ten K O N A five four seven one six ten. If you'd like to join the conversation, back with more after this.